Welcome to season two of Nina Talks with your hosts Darius and Nikita, your favorite blurred podcast where we talk about music, anime, culture, and whatever else crosses our mind. Keep up with us online at www.nina-productions.com. I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> the triumphant return of season two. It's been a great, great break. It's been a break. Nina Production has grown. Uh, man, it's have. been crazy. We've been on adventures. We have. <laughs> like these last shit. When did we even stop this motherfucker, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a month or two ago. It's no. been a, it's, what? a month or two ago? Yeah, it hasn't yeah, been that long stopped, of a break. It was probably like two, two three months. Okay, add Maybe. a month to it then. Go ahead know. on. I feel like it was... <laughs> I feel like it could have, it definitely wasn't one month. We did not stop in like late June. We must have stopped like May. However long we stopped to go, the time that spanned that, we did a lot. We sure did a lot. <laughs> you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, uh, with our updates. Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Um, go man, get them, Tiger. So recently, Nina has grown in our span. We moved into a bigger spot. Woo. So, you know, the studio is now open for anyone Dang. in the area that wants to come through, make Pull some up. music. You know, we always down to make a Nina production. Um, we got a website up. So we online. Anyone that wants to get updates, you know, check in on our must-see anime series. Any animes that you want to check out, um, you know, check out our music, check out our web development services yeah my boy making all my boy cooking up <laughs> websites bro like he whipping in the kitchen bro man we trying to make bread there he's trapping them websites bro you need a website hit my boy line bro yeah so get go to www.nina-productions.com and you know check us out get hip because you know we on the web now we on the web <laughs> we out here gang really out here <laughs> and what you been up to man shit um Man, I just been rolling. Um, so I dropped the tape. The city is our playground. That's everywhere. Um, iTunes, Fire. Spotify. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. We had good times making that um, shit. We uh, sure did, man. It's all local dudes, man. Hello, we will smoke. Hello, we will smoke. <laughs> Hello, beast, man. We just everybody on the tape was pretty much like a pretty organic process of just like roll through, kick to the bit, kick it. You know, we might have cooked it up on the spot. We might have. You know, I might have sent it to you, but you know, whatever it was, you know, we just we just chopped it up right there and made it. And then, you know, the whole reason I got the idea for the tape is that one that we were just in the fucking crib yeah. smoking, <laughs> and I was just running some background music type shit, and I'm just playing hit after hit, and I'm like, bro, I gotta get the people something, bro. I ain't <laughs> dropped nothing in a minute. The city hot, the city hot, <laughs> bro. So we came with the city as our playground, man. I just did the joint with Hop. Clout, that's on everything now too, bro. My boy Hop killed that shit. More magic on the way. More magic on the way, people. bro. I sent Hop like four beats and he sent me back like four songs in like 12 hours. That man's a monster. It's been crazy. It's been, a, it's been a fire, fire summer, man. Yeah, bro. We on our time shit. Time skip shit. <laughs> <laughs> Say that five times fast, bro. We on our time skip shit, bro. You know, every, every pair of anime characters got that time where they just duck off and stay low key for a little bit <laughs> and then they come back raw as fuck with longer hair bruh that's what we on right now we long hair different <laughs> fits you know a little wrinkles in the forehead wrinkles in the forehead <laughs> maybe a maybe a mysterious scar like oh shit how he get that who he was fighting <laughs> but we back you know hey. we've been running all summer bro we've been doing hella events man we had the clout chaser clout chasers flight yeah. school Brand fest, man. Like we just all dope performances, all dope. good times, good times, good energy, bro. Hella giveaways, hella love, man. It's been crazy, man. So we first we gotta shout out just like the city because, man, like people been showing hella love. Like every everything we've done, man. People yeah. be showing up. People be showing up, being hella positive. Listening to Nina like, talks, listening <laughs> to the podcast, like it's hella lit. Just we hearing. love all the people that have shown yeah, up. Yeah, shout Hit out y'all, y'all the listeners. Like every time someone comes up and it's like, oh man, like I love your shit. That's like, <laughs> that's like a millionaire feeling right there, cause that shit is. That's like, why we roll up, smoke a little bit, and come in here and do this and shit. Come in here and do this <laughs> shit is cause y'all tell us y'all like it, and like that means so much. So I mean. 
Let's just talk about the motherfucking uh, Attack on Titan, <laughs> we dog. Our feelings. Yeah, let's just talk about anime and shit. What we good we at, dog? We gonna talk about motherfuckers you, killing niggas with guns and shit, dog. Attack on Titan pulled guns out of nowhere. Yeah, Attack on Titans came through with the Glockies, bro. Yeah, so we just got Attack on Titan had a break. Um, they came it, back with that season, this season three. Yeah, season three. Yeah, it came out last. Uh, what was that? Sunday. Yeah, right? it came out during the afternoon or something. They had the movie. We missed the movie, so yeah. if y'all know. We're gonna go movie, back and watch that. And, yeah, uh, we gonna pirate that. Um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like the movie has something to do with like how it started, cause it's I yeah. feel like it started a little There's different. Kinda, it's kind of disjoint. Yeah, it's a little disjointed. So I feel like the movie probably gave us some little shit that like. You know, if we yeah. watching it, if we watching it, you know, with the proper context, we're probably like, oh, that's why they're like in this. Little but there was like a time shit. gap because last thing I remember happening from the last season was um, Aaron kind of screamed all those Titans yeah, away. Yeah, he did the thing. Um, the, the two, jump. the two Titan dudes left yeah, with the girl. They got. Um, um, I forgot her name. Yeah, I forget. But anyway, Sasoria stayed back and Aaron stayed back. And that's all I remember for real. Basically. I think it ended with that. Yeah, they were like outside of the wall. I think they they were heating up with the conspiracy kind of side of like what the church got to do with it and like yeah. the royal family and all that shit. So they kind of left us, you know, on edge with that. And then like now they're kind of picking it back up with the yeah, dude who got like tortured and the, killed and yeah. like all that shit. It's a little bit wild, but it's good. Yeah, I think it's gonna get like. They're gonna hone it back into the city while exploring the walls, I guess. They're gonna use the so. city to explore the walls path. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're still gonna, I think we're always gonna have the storyline rooted within the walls of the city because yeah. there's like the some political snakery. So we always gonna get the shit with um, the blonde nigga yeah. um, like doing his <laughs> little chess game, his little Game of Thrones type shit. And then we're gonna get like, Levi and all of them like yeah. killing Titans, kicking that. But like kind of skirting ass. around because they renegades now. Yeah, like not like only wanted. are they just like running loose in the wild from Titans, but they can't even like they're being they can't hunted. Come home, bro. They're just some murderers <laughs> that just popped up. That like often police officers, yeah. often scouts, bro. Like yeah. So now we got like the intermilitary <laughs> conflict. Cause now we got all of a sudden they just got niggas with guns, bro. Bro, like, like why y'all didn't use them against the Titans? I would be hella mad if I was a basic trainee running around with this fucking steampunk sword, sword <laughs> risking my life trying to cut these niggas, and then someone just showed up and was like, "Oh, you with got that little guns. steam sword? I got me a steam chopper." Like, Gloppy, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, uh, where was our budget to get the steam chopper? Did we just? Uh, don't I work for the government? Don't I work for the government? Like, where are my benefits, nigga? Where is my? Where are my taxes going Look, if I'm dog, not getting a steam gun? That's why you need workers unions and shit, bro. Cause they be doing shit they like just, that. They have a fucking strike. We ain't killing no more Titans until I, <laughs> until I give me a chopper. Cause your ass get eight, bro. I don't care, bro. I'm staying in these walls until I give me a projectile weapon, bro. You ain't gonna have me out here slinging out like I'm Spider-Man, about to get fly swatted by this big ass Titan. Hell nah. But this shit gonna be wild. I'm excited. I'm excited to see like where they go with this conflict between swords yeah. and guns, because they introed it to a gunfight, man. with like 50 feet, like hell scouts got off. Them niggas came the bro. And I just was like, bust Charlie on her forehead, like. <laughs> and then like 60 of them niggas just came out of nowhere, and it's like five of them. I'm like, bro. And I'm like, Levi can't die because his ass was just rubbing tables and shit. Talk about we go talk about this later. Right. <laughs> I'm like, y'all clearly got more plot ran for this man. So I'm trying to figure out how you about to die. Oh, I'm on this shit. <laughs> but shit. You know they always find a way with the anime. He gonna talk no juice, bro. He gonna talk no juice, bro. There's more. Guys, pay attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, let's see. What oh shit, dog. We should also hit a Boruto. Baruto, Baruto been going crazy, bro. I had to. You've read ahead. I got impatient and read the <laughs> manga, and so for all the people who are watching the anime and watching Baruto, and they're like, "Yo, this shit is ass." You are right. It is ass because not no more. But well, these last few episodes been hella hard, but like before yeah, that, we know that like trash. it was moving hella slow. The plot was like sloppily written by someone's like I've been kindergartner. Praying, dog. I was like, let them be saving up all the yeah, they was for saving their bread, bro, because <laughs> these last couple episodes been busting. They gonna slow back down. I know they gonna give us another filler because that episode yeah, was too raw. Too raw. So we gonna get another like three weeks of filler. But after that, they gotta really. The storyline has started now. The storyline has started. The story. The main storyline has started up, and we gonna see Boruto turn into a raw ass nigga over these <laughs> next like 
don't know. It's gonna take However a minute. Many episodes, but it's, it's gonna take a little minute. He done took down the guy. Like they all realize that shit real. Like these kids run around like, oh snap, people got fucked up. Like I'm still trying to figure out why. Like I guess no one got really Boruto was part of Sasuke's plan. Like I feel like. I don't know. I feel like there were other options. They had options. to jumpstart the storyline, bro. There were I'm other like, options. Bro, like, I feel like if I was one of the other Hokages, I would be a little disrespected. I'd be like, damn, we was really out here thugging, busting our ass trying to beat this god. And like, this little 13 year old kid was like the fucking. And that's savior. why they weren't part of the Sasuke's plan. I mean, damn. <laughs> Sasuke be- knew that he had the invisible Rasengan, <laughs> and he knew that homie could absorb Jutsu. And so Sasuke was like, I, bro. You gonna baseball this Rasengan and hit this dude against the forehead, and that then I'ma come got, in for the finisher. I mean, I guess I just feel like them other Hokage slacking. Like, if I was the Lee Village, at the I thirteen mean, year old, at a some point you kind of just gotta be like, <laughs> he the hey, guy over me. At some point you kind of just be like, hey, I think we should really just run this whole ninja shit. You know, like y'all not really doing a good job. Like every time we call y'all to help, y'all get washed, and we end up having to they do gotta more work. They got to join the council, bro. They got to be council members. Yeah, they y'all just be- gonna be like a little parliament. You know, we gonna consult y'all, but like really, we run this shit, and y'all gonna know we run this shit. Like I would be hella mad if I was the Sand Village. I was like, oh, so they got the Nine Tail Demon God, <laughs> and what do we have here? Uh, fucking Sand Castle Builder. Like, oh, I feel real safe. Thanks. Thank you, Lord Gara. Please. Get sand in their eye. Bruh. Blind the enemy. And the <laughs> rest of them just be running around, bro. Like, oh, we look cool, but like, we just go sit back here. Yeah. We just go. Woo. I'm gonna help. Lava style. Woohoo. But like, when y'all start making like transformations and getting big and shit, I'm gonna just sit Oh, back did he here. just summon a demon? Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> you camera. can imagine ever being in a fight with someone whose abilities like outclassed you to that degree. <laughs> Like, you and know like a you. Fight to the death. Not like no little playground stuff. Like, no, like, niggas' lives is on the line. And you were really, like, just there for support. Like, you're not, like, crucial to the plan. No. Nope. You were purely there to, like, do what you can, but you may or may not be a factor. Get in his way and see what happens. <laughs> I, I got a plan for it, though. Hey, just don't. Hey, bro. Don't die. And look, <laughs> look, you got. That's why you gotta be humble, because you can't be having. You can't be getting mad and shit. Like, oh, look, I'm gonna show you how boss I am. Like, no, you're not nope. that boss, dog. No, nope. but it's cool. Do your best. Do your best and stay alive. But don't die. That's what every. That's what every anime, every TV show that I watch that is like cutthroat has taught me is, be humble, do your best, and stay alive. Cause you just gotta be kind of useful for a long time. And then and, you're useful. And you're good. And people <laughs> will pay you. And people will be like, oh, you need to get that thing done? That nigga But, really like, if you that. do too much and you die, then you like, mildly then useful for, like, one fight. Mildly useful. Mildly. At best. <laughs> at, like, your best shot, you're, like, a C-. minus. Know yourself. <laughs> know your worth, nigga. <laughs> know your worth. <laughs> Nina talks. <laughs> Life lessons, bro. No, but anime getting back lit, dog. It is. We got uh um we got Boruto, we got motherfucking Attack, Attack on Titan, we got my hero getting lit. My bro. hero, like, Midoriya got his legs on him, bro. Yes, he's evolved too. My nigga out here kicking him, bro. It's the time skip for all of our look, you know, this is how we're gonna chronicle our journey. This Nina Talk season two. We got new seasons of all our we got favorite new animes. Seasons of all the favorite. But when anime. they start getting raw. Y'all gotta check back because we gonna be trying to get we raw. Gonna be just as raw. <laughs> yeah, like when y'all watch My Hero and you're like, damn. And nigga kicking. I bet Key's out there kicking this bet- shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every nigga, time you put on My Hero, think nigga, of Keys in the, the booth kicking this shit. Kicking that beat, bro. Kicking that shit the fuck off, bro. Like, <laughs> nah, I like My Hero. You know, and you know what's funny though? I was I was gonna say this is like. At least, like, recently I've been watching, like, whenever I watch an anime, like, a new anime or, like, start a new season, I always try to watch the intro. Yeah. Because it always gives you some context about what's happening. They copy so, like, and paste, they, like... Yeah, they give, you know, who, like, who's that mysterious character that, you know, they, they <laughs> scrapping with? Like, because I feel like, like, I watched the Attack on Titan intro, and, like, it was funny because that intro was so... Informative. It was informative, but it was also so, like, bright. Yeah. The past two season intros were like gruesome. People got grunge fucked up from the metal, jump. J- 
Japanese scream metal, like characters are dying in the intro. We got intro. Lil Aaron running in circles around Big Aaron in this one. Yeah, like, and then, like, yeah, he's like playing with his kid <laughs> self and, you know, they're having a time. Like, I'm like, oh shit. Ain't like, get murdered. I'm like, damn, maybe niggas not gonna die this season. Maybe. And then, uh, fucking my It'd hero. Be like, play with Titan instead of attack on play Titan. Play with Titan. Like, <laughs> Defend on Titan, even. Like, the Titans are nice now. Like, Politics. Plot twist. We can, re- we can reason with the Titans. But. <laughs> But um, my hero, I think it's gonna be really interesting now that we get this plot line of like Midoriya now finally starting to like develop his own style and like be his own hero now. Like yeah. he's no longer an All Might clone. Yeah. Right. He's no longer trying to punch niggas. He's no longer trying. Like he's now playing to his strengths. He's strong-ish, yeah. but he's mostly shifty. And he's also like venturing out and like getting other like him he's studying like leader now yeah and he's looking he's a back. commander he's actually going back and he's looking at like his time that he spent with um dang what's the old dude name grand torino grand torino he's looking back at the time that he spent with grand torino and reevaluating like okay i use full cow like mm-hmm. this and so now i could utilize my legs this way yeah I, so i could use like the agility and shit like he's thinking yeah. back through all the shit that he did previously and he's like okay now that i've broken out of this like one track mindset let me think of everything a bit different yeah i gotta say Midoriya is like one of my favorite anime characters shit, in bro. the last like give this dude so raw years. power that he can't control make him a kid but make him a smart kid yeah like he's and just, just watch this kid grow he's up he's just smart as fuck <laughs> and like Midoriya just goes to show you that like one like i feel like every human like he's an analogy for like every human that like we have limitless potential yeah if we just focus and grind hard and like learn how to use it and concentrate and it's cool like you're gonna fuck up you're gonna fuck up like might get too ambitious might, might like too, thr- follow might somebody blow too out much. An arm who knows <laughs> two but you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> bro that's how you know me to a thug though like because he fucked this shit up once like you know how hard it is to hurt yourself the same way after you already done got hurt that you know what I mean? Like I do. Like when you're just, <laughs> my nigga tore to ACL. Both my ACLs. <laughs> my niggas <laughs> Darius's knees are a ticking time bomb. <laughs> Every time Darius walk upstairs to come say what's up to me, I pray for my nigga, bro. I am Iron Man. I don't know if it's the stairs creaking or this nigga kneecaps, bro. It's Iron Man. Um the screws in my legs are titanium or some shit. Titanium he got vibranium knees, y'all, bro. Darius got the Wakanda knees, bro. And so when Shit goes down and we gotta run. There's I know my titanium screws go outlast your ligaments. They okay. sure will, bro. Darius, <laughs> just put me on your back and keep running, bro. I ain't, I'm gonna be joning on your knees the whole time, but like, save me, please. Yeah, this shit's useful, though. <laughs> All right, well, my nigga got the Jordan brand knees. He carrying everybody, huh, bro? Put the team on your back. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Anyways, have well, fun talking about my knees. <laughs> Lack thereof. <laughs> I can't even remember what the fuck we talking about. If we was talking even. about my <laughs> hero and shit, dog. <laughs> no, I was talking about how Midoriya is the rawest nigga alive, right? Because that nigga blew his arm out twice to save that little kid, bro. Like, that was the rawest shit ever. When that little kid was about to die, Midoriya was like, nah, bro. Nah. We not about I to die. I already like, blew this arm out, but already, you know, I could take a little bit more pain and fuck this a little this bit more. Up. Because I'm a real nigga, and that's what real niggas do. We overcome the odds, bro. Yeah. Like, that, I'll tell you, I was, I was watching My Hero with my girl. And like when that episode is happening, like I'm telling you, like I'm like amp, amp adrenaline, bro. Adrenaline, like adrenaline, you I was fighting, shit. bro. Like I'm like on the edge <laughs> Who of the fuck couch, with me? like I'm like gripping her leg a hella hard because I'm just like, oh my god, like look at this kid, bro. Like he's just overcoming, bro. Like I'm giving like the crazy. Cause this nigga was going crazy and he's giving this speech with the flashbacks, and that's like, and I tell when I tell people like, yo. I'm telling you, like, anime got me through the toughest moments, bro. It's those moments because Go back. That, nigga inspired. Was, that nigga was supposed to die. Supposed to die. Him and that little ass kid that he was trying to save was supposed to just get clapped up. And that would have been it. But that nigga was like, nah, I'm not going to take this out. And like, and he alive. He made it through. He made it. He, and now know, he kicking shit. He got some scars from it. Kicking shit. <laughs> he got some scars from it. But now he's stronger. Now he's better. He done learned from it. And that's just life, bro. Like, you know how many L's you done just had to hold? We just gotta put a choir just in the background, just applause. Thank you. Preach the anime gospel. The gospel. And then Goku came down from King Kong. The books of manga. Episode three. 
<laughs> Verse 19 of One Piece. <laughs> Luffy said to the people, and he ate the forbidden fruit. <laughs> Like one laugh. Bro, it feels good to be back, bro. I miss this shit. Dog. I think it's a good time for a smoke break. Yeah. Oh shit. Yo. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us so far. We'll we be- will be right back from this smoke break with more Nina Talks. This season, during our smoke breaks, we'll be giving out shout-outs boosting small businesses and upcoming artists. If you're a business owner or artist and you'd like your brand featured in an episode of Nina Talks, contact us via email at ninaproductionsstl at gmail.com. Thanks. So is your inner is out? Kick my feet up, nigga, motherfuck your couch. Could give a fuck, man, what they talk about. Yeah. These niggas do anything for some clout. So is your inner issue out? Ain't trying to work to stay your ass up in that house. We stack it, stack it, stack it, crazier amounts. All my niggas, real, it ain't no drought. Yeah. Fuck what they talking about. Is you working, huh? Oh, that's for certain, huh? Or is you capping, huh? Little nigga, we lapping them. Pull up and straight attacking them. Trizzy, we back to backing them. Cut the line to the back with them. Back them down like I'm stacking them. Might pull up to this motherfucker. Eyes rate on bullshit. I might even take a fifth of Henny straight to the pool pit. Sometimes I feel like Biggie, nigga. Give me the loot. The shawty ask me what we are. I tell her I am group. I might just call up my troops. No, they addicted to shit. No, they addicted to fucking bitches. But what else is new? We, we stay Independent nigga ain't gotta worry about recoup. Yo, nigga still trying to regroup. Never figure I count it up too. Big difference between me and you. You nigga still looking like food. Lines then still cleaning my tooth. From the last nigga thought they was cool, thought they was smooth. No, these niggas can't fuck but hop or make me lean on niggas like an ounce of drop. I work hard. Hit the flow switch on niggas, my god. She let that ass drop on. Welcome yeah. back. Hey, gang, gang. Ooh, man. I'm big ass. Shit. <laughs> Super fried. <laughs> hey, this, this is great, man. This is a great lead up into our uh, our topic for the next time, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Well, can I just pause and say that I fucking love. I don't know. A lot of people haven't been to the new spot yet, but we got a new new Nina. New we got Nina. Nina. Two is, is it two point Is this like one point five? Because I feel like we're trying However, to we're trying to make another step. Another step. You know. So I don't know what this is. This might be two point. We'll figure out how we increment the version numbers. Yeah, it's Nina song. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new Nina. Um, we on the south side now for all those wondering. We got a new crib. My man D went out, bought himself a house on some big boy shit. Duplex living. You know, duplex living. <laughs> That's big shit. Back in the day, bro, niggas couldn't even own land. We really out here, bro. Yo, couldn't even own your ancestors big lit right now, bro. They look at my boy, he reading and he own Roll land. Roll up a nigga bro. with a D real quick, like, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off my land, bro. <laughs> next, time a, next time a white person like walking on lawn and say some wild shit, you gotta tell him get off my property. <laughs> you gotta get off my land. I'm an American. You gotta start Italian Republican, you know, fucking ideals. Have you. I'm Benji an, and Maxine have I'm the dogs walking around. <laughs> my right to kick you off this land. <laughs> start doing too much just because you got the Start paper. doing the most, bro. You gotta get your. You <laughs> got land trip, now, man. You do, that's 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 almost like. Uh, white I'm privilege. too nice, bro. Even our neighbors, bro, they ain't cut the grass. I was about to cut their grass. So I was like, oh, oh nah, you can't be doing all nah. that, bro. <laughs> That's how you end up a slave again, right? bro. <laughs> I was like, like oh, ooh, this grass is getting kind of high. I wish they would cut it. Maybe I could. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, you cutting his grass. He got the deed to your crib. <laughs> you paying him rent. Like, Drinking. you're like, wait a fucking minute. Nah, how the hell? <laughs> but the spot's beautiful, man. It's like kind of raining out here. So we just kind of hire the joy of this shit. Yeah, it's one, of the, it's one of those like nice rainy days. It's like a calm rainy day where like, <laughs> You know, you just kind of, we in this little, we got a little sunroom, vocal booth area now. So, you know, we just posted up in here, hella cozy, you know, big smoke in the air, big rain outside. Nice and temperate. Nice and temperate. <laughs> it feel like we in like an Amazon rainforest in the canopy or something. Like you might see a little leopard crawling oh, across the fried. trees or some shit. We big fried, bro. <laughs> we got we to gotta get back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I think we, we've, we've definitely grown a lot from uh, 
where we started, man. We definitely, I would definitely say we had, yeah, I, you know, some pretty humble beginnings from just like recording bullshit raps in, in my bedroom, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got, you know, yeah, extra room, and that's when it all just started rolling, and we was like, all right, shit, let's really do this. Yeah, the the the, the growth of Nina has always has been interesting because like, well, the key to being a producer, he's always like produced the music, and so Nina on my end has always just been kind of like, where do we like? How do we want Nina, in addition to like making the music that we love making, like how do we want it to run and help and impact and do like right. the business things and the creation that you know the company, the production company should be doing? Like how can we create? Those yeah, things? and so, uh, it's nice to be at a point where we like can start dreaming and thinking of things and actually like lay out the steps to start putting them into action. Yeah, now, like yeah, we got hella resources we got hella <laughs> people around us who are competent and capable and know that we are competent and capable <laughs> and so now we can actually get some shit popping and i yeah. think that was like the biggest thing for us was just getting that getting those people around us right it was like we we spent probably like the, i mean we never i don't think we ever really stopped maybe a bit because we're old and washed and don't go out as much but i think <laughs> when we really first kind of started getting onto the scene like the biggest thing that we did like before we were investing you know doing like photos or throwing events or doing anything for real we were we were running sessions and we were networking that's all yeah. we we're doing following niggas going places talking to people telling them what we do like telling them what we trying to do and and just trying to kick it with people like Let's, i think people fuck up with networking because they tend to think it seems like, impersonal almost yeah it like seems like i'm exchanging business weird. cards yeah, like, oh, Here's what I can do. My for network you. is really big because, and, yeah. like, I've had dinner with a bunch of people. Yeah, like, and here's what I can do for you, and here's what you can do for me, and like, I'll hit you up when I need something. But like, you're not in the network unless I can sit down and like literally ask you about your life. Right. And, like, know what's like. All right, like I follow you. You in my network because cool. I know what you're doing. I know, I know what you love to do. I know what you love to do, and, and I so like I know you. to hit you up when I'm doing something that you love to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that, like, especially as far as, like, doing any kind of project, it's like, oh, I know we cool together. Like, yeah. I know we cool. Like, I didn't, I didn't kick it with you outside of maybe, like, a professional environment, quote, unquote. And I know that, like, you're a person I just rock with. Yeah. I mean, I know your entire life story. I may not be your best friend, but I know we cool. I know, yeah. like, I know your general habits and lifestyle, yeah. and I rock with it. We cool. So now we can link up and get some shit to pop. Yeah. Versus, like, oh... I know you do this, but I don't really know you. And now let's link up and do this. And then you find out, damn, I don't really fuck don't with like, this man yeah. like that. <laughs> and now I gotta like push through until we either till we finish this project yeah. or we just come up with a shit project. Working in the creative scenes, you gotta put a lot more energy into like building that relationship with the people that you work yeah. with. Yeah. Like corporately, like and I think there's a balance between like, you know, I think creative businesses do have to like you gotta get a level of like paperwork down. Oh, you definitely Where, like, gotta have your. I'm laying out shit. the plan. I'm laying down like you know, like we're gonna write and like get to an understanding about how we are gonna do this. Yeah. Like if you're not doing that, then you, you're asking for things. To yeah, because people. Well, the weirdest thing about communication is that you could be saying some shit. And somebody and you will swear interpret it, make it. Total sense to you, and someone else is seeing that a totally different way. Like you might be like, yeah, so we gonna paint the room blue. Like, and I roll up in there with some navy shit, and you was thinking sea foam. And we like, oh man. Oh shit! Well, I've been painting half the room already. Oh shit! Now you gotta figure out how to lighten your room up. (laughs) And 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 I think like we put a lot of energy into like when we wanted to get something done. Like one one of my favorite example is like when I was first building up our website. Like we was trying to get a mission together. Yeah. We're like we can't ever. Our girlfriends really kept us on track with that, but they were like, you know, you want to be able to like explain what Nina does. Yeah. You want to be able to like hop on the elevator, do the elevator pitch, and say like, this is what Nina is, because what we don't want people to lean towards Nina to be in the studio. Like, we really wanted to build for like, all artists, a business for all entrepreneurs. Well, artists know that like you can come to the pe- you can come to us, and we have a network of people that can get what you're trying to do done. Yeah. And we had to like we had to take time and like write out the mission statement and like what you know our mission was and now we all on the same page and we right move, like so much quicker because like 
I no longer have to like assume whether or not something aligns with the mission. You could just you just know shit. what it is. I'm like, <laughs> I can I can I can see something happen and be like, all right, does this align with what we said it and does the on the website? That, the people that fuck with the mission gravitate towards you, and right. so you're not gonna have people trying to link that don't mess with your mission. Especially They're gonna read your mission and be like, I don't fuck with does, that. Do I agree with these politics? Yes or no? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a I think that's just a really big thing for any brand. It's just like knowing who you are as a brand. Cause if you don't know who you are as a other brand, other people don't know what to other ask people of you. Not gonna know they what don't you know are. how much you're worth. They don't know how to judge you. Yeah, so like you have to know internally within yourself and then you have to take steps to like show that to everyone. Yeah. And I think that yeah. was like a big thing that we started doing once we got i think like comfortable in our skin like we made a really strong effort to start like showing people like okay like this is akita and darius this is nina this is what yeah. we do like even if it's just like on social media like having conversations on twitter like on the podcast just challenging motherfuckers I mean, to yugioh just, just yeah like saying just, who we are <laughs> who we are and like like i mean i like to think at this point anyone who's rock with us like no who we are they know they coming in Nina, and they know like we gonna be on some nerdy chilling, high man, ass like, chill shit like i don't but we're not bullshitting but we're not bullshit because the, at the end of the day like while we doing all the fun shit like we're here to think about a problem and to solve it right make, to create to do these we things, all got like, a common goal of trying to <laughs> make money off this here art so yeah let's do it <laughs> let's do it let's 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 get that money in man like because the art that people are making especially like around us like immediately like this is like the art and things that like tell stories and like the culture you oh hell like, yeah the, the the supply and demand the demand is there bro like show sure is good music good art like just good food good clothing good everything i mean like we got it it's just a matter of you know i feel like i feel like it's, it's been said but like it's just like a matter of everyone coming together it's just a matter of everybody like being on their shit, you know, being professional about it. Yeah. Um, and had learning how to like play, learning how to like thrive in the rules that are kind of set too. Cause there's a lot yeah. of paperwork that come with running the business. Sure like, is. <laughs> and it's, it's doable. But, but you just have to like, be like careful and, and not like, yeah. mature. I think a lot of people can sometimes get disillusioned mm -hmm. about like what it means to run a business be an artist whatever it just means staying organized on yeah like a lot of people right. think it's like cool to be you know oh, i'm so disorganized and i'm so you know eclectic and and, yeah. and, and messy and high because i'm an artist and it's like that's dope but like when you gotta work with someone they're not gonna be fucking with that shit yeah. like i'll tell you straight up as someone who works with a lot of people I if you just organize, I don't, don't, you, have I don't care how together. talented you are. Like, yeah, that's like, a you big you the greatest rapper in the world, but if you just can't come on time to a studio session, I'm going to stop scheduling shit with you. Because <laughs> like, it's, it's not, not I can't plan my, my life. My time, bro. Yeah. Like, you may be dope, but my time is money. <laughs> I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a big lesson. There was a period where I actually just had to sit down and was like, okay, like, we actually have to get organized. I have to learn how to be, like, yeah. stoned and organized. Like, I, yo. Take a was, bong, take a bong rip and open up your to-do list and start marking shit It's all micro-dosing, bro. <laughs> you just don't, you just, once you feel like you high, because there's levels to high, you know, there's like, oh, man, like, I'm fucked up. And then there's like, all right, here we go. I, once on, you hit that, like, all right, I'm feeling it. That's then just, just do kinda, a little work. You just do a little work. And then once you start coming down again, do pick it right more. back up. And just stay there. Just stay at the bottom and level And you'd be surprised how the whole day goes by and you hella productive. So productive. You'd be so unbothered. <laughs> like you, you you work for like 10 hours and you look up and you're like, that was pleasant. People be telling you bullshit and you just be like, no, it's all right. It's I okay. got this. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle this cordially. No, Damn. I didn't forget. <laughs> I was actually thinking about it. Also, why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? <laughs> Nah, y'all know it, the, the the journey has been great. I mean, I'm happy. I'm I'm excited for like even the planning that we put in the Nina talks. Like, yeah, the planning that we've put into just like I'm excited to see businesses, artists, and the creatives that we work with like grow, flourish. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it's just I think it's just a timing thing. I think yeah. a lot of people um just don't see it through to the long run. You know what I mean? I think like. Well, what we've learned through the, I think the biggest thing that we've learned through this process is it's really just a patience game and a growth game. 
because like when we started it was like didn't nobody know what we did or who we was it hasn't even been that long <laughs> it, hasn't been that, it hasn't been that long right like i remember i mean we was kicking it with hopping he said that he was yeah. like y'all just popped up one day like niggas did not know who the fuck y'all were yeah and it's like we remember that we remember like when we started and we were like damn like all right we don't know nobody like i like i remember like fucking dming people that i consider friends now being like hey like can you check out this shit that we did like we working on this and like you know yeah. like, just them just being like somebody on twitter because that was all i knew on how to get into the scene and then now i'm like no i know this person like that's my yeah. homie you know what i mean that's yeah. like the craziest thing yeah. to me about it and just like seeing like i think a lot of people think things happen like instantaneously like you start you know your brand and you make your instagram and just like that you got 10k followers yeah. and however many orders placed because like you that nigga and yeah. all people was waiting for it was for you to put it out there and it's like nah most people like, don't really care you most people, people don't you though. gotta make like that's the that's the hardest thing about it all i think like, you gotta make people care yeah. and like at the end of the day again kind of going back to the brand conversation like your brand and your and your mission statement that's why people should care yeah and so if you don't have that down if you don't have that solid and if you're not presenting that in a way that's clever or unique or well spoken or whatever because i don't think every idea has to necessarily be original to captivate people it just has to be presented well you yeah. can do the same shit that someone else did yeah but if you do it in a, in a way that looks good and it's put together people still be like oh shit what, what you got over there at the end of the day you're just trying to grab people you're just trying to grab people's attention and and the only way to do that is to have your shit together. Yeah. People don't. People won't waste their time with some sloppy shit that they're not obligated to look at. Yeah. And without that, without being said, invest in your craft itself. Invest too. in your craft. Like I, I do. Time and money. I do know even just like figuring out like with web development. Like I know with my job I do a lot of programming, but I'm not necessarily like. Uh, I've never really like started develop. I never really started developing websites for like businesses and clients. And so the first few right. people that I worked with, I kind of had to step into it. You know, um, first one like offering to do it for the low, like and realizing that like we're gonna I have might to fuck this up. I have, because <laughs> as we're like going through this, like I'm like okay, like we're starting this agreement. Like let me go look up and research how to do a contract. Yeah, so, like, I don't even know how long it takes me to make a website. And so I don't want to throw some arbitrarily large number out there and like realize that it doesn't necessarily correlate. And so you, it's always that tendency to undershoot. Yeah. And so even with that being organized helps because now you're like, I know what time I'm spending and I know how much I'm worth. Right. If you don't really know those things, it's hard to really like judge your position. Yeah. Judge how well you're doing. Like, Cause you're just, you're just doing shit. You're just doing no stuff catalog and it's not it. experimenting. Like you have to be kind of like, yeah, you have to keep, you have to keep track of it. Like I remember for me, like as we talk about just getting organized, I remember one day I just sat down, like, I think it was your idea. We was like smoking and I was looking at my beats and I was just like, bro, I'd be struggling to fucking just small shit like find that. some shit to just know what's what when I'm playing niggas beats. <laughs> and then he's just like, yeah, he's like organize some shit. And I was like, you know what? Why not? A whole new will. world. <laughs> I was like, shit, I did that shit in like 30 minutes though. And it's made like. It's the best 30 minutes. It was like, people, we looked at this quote. It was, was it Benjamin Franklin who said, every is an old slave owner. But <laughs> that doesn't take away from the fact that it was a good piece of knowledge. She hey, was like, every minute spent organizing yeah. is like two in yeah. like productivity or something like that. And that's how the real, like, because it be seeming like you wasting time, like stopping making whatever it is yeah. to like just tidy it up and it seems like counterintuitive but then you do it and then you just start working again and then you just realize like oh man i just shaved off yeah two minutes of my workflow every time i work yeah dog you know i, uh, I mean? i i realized i'm like i'm probably like borderline <laughs> summer was laughing at me she was like you're like are you are you getting ocd like <laughs> and just to just end like my work and then like learning how to become like a good coder like and to like maintain the yeah. company and stuff like you have to like you can't let things like slip can't under. let things slack and because if you let like if you let things get disorganized and it just it compounds it snowballs and like you might be working on something else 
but that thing that you let slip is still doing still this thing. Still getting worse. Still getting worse. And yeah, and so now I'm just kind of like, I'm I'm 100% like always nipping the bud while yeah. I get it quick, get it before it gets bad. Yep. Because like once it gets bad, then while you're sitting here cleaning up this giant pile of shit, Other you're shit just regretting when you didn't <laughs> pick up this shit at the beginning. Like Basically. <laughs> Basically. Pretty much like what we're going through with the uh, hanging the paintings up in the gallery. Yeah. <laughs> so being like, sometimes oh, gotta man, eat your like, words. <laughs> we wish we had like. So we started done. hanging up the paintings in the yeah, gallery. Yeah. So we're, we're working on having like a little art gallery in the new crib. Like some of the people that have stopped by already have kind of seen the infancy of it. But we got this kind of spare room and we got a fuck ton of art from local artists. And so we're trying to build this gallery to kind of just exhibit everybody. And so we're hanging all these fucking prints on the wall, man. And print number two is struggling this is like we're, we've only hung two prints on so for one print on so far we start to hang the second print on with like a double-sided like command strip-esque tape and they have the little um grips on to ruin yeah. the wall to hang them up but we had already used tape on the first one and so we was like we had stuck the tape on the second one it should Tried work to put eh. it up, and it struggled and at that point we was like hmm should we just like screw them in the wall? And we looked at the first one, and the first one was like taped Fitting on. pretty, bruh. So we was like, nah, okay, let's just like clean off the wall a little bit, reapply this tape, and put it on. We put it up there, and it kind of stuck. Like it, it, it kind of wiggled a little bit. It made a little noise. But then like we pushed on it, it stuck, it looked real solid. And we were like, I right, So we bet. started moving, and we did like a couple of them, and then we got like three in, and that one had an issue. But we were so far deep, started getting like shit. In we too deep. Them in. And now we're like looking at the finished wall and every probably 30 minutes we hear a crash. <laughs> started. Well, we literally started recording this episode and a painting fell. So <laughs> we were had just to, like, uh, well, all right. Let's well, run that back. Run it back. <laughs> but yeah, dog, you got to you got to stay organized. You got to stay organized, you got to stay consistent. I think I'll say I think the biggest thing for me was you I think yours was organization. I think mine was consistency. That's real. Um as far as just like people knowing your name and then just developing a skill whatever skill it is the only way to become good at it is just to keep doing it yeah consistently and trying new things like when i told myself i was just gonna make something every single day yeah i got so much better at training bro and this right like i mean that's really all it is though like any kung fu movie or anime you watch like they train time skips every day them niggas don't slack bro yeah. like you think Naruto is missing a day, bro. Naruto is out in the field. Nah, Naruto is a terrible example. Rock and look, Lee. look, we're not even like no sleep gang. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta get that rest. I began But you gotta be con like, you just consistent. gotta be consistent. Like, you don't have to when kill you yourself to work. Work. Yeah, you don't have to kill yourself <laughs> and like, like every day I'm working four hours when I get off my nine to five, yeah. and I'm like, and if that's what you have to do to make whatever yeah, you're doing pop, real. then like, okay, that's maybe. Real. Do that and just consider and try to find out how to make it work for you. But like, but we've optimized. Like I've come to realize in my experience, like yeah, that balance you, is crucial. you gotta find your balance and like whatever your balance is, just stay there and continue to do it. Like if you can, if whatever you're doing, if if what you need is an hour every, if you can only afford an hour every day to do it. If you're a painter and and you could just work in all these jobs and you, know, you gotta babysit your kids or whatever it is, but you love painting, you want to get these paintings mm -hmm. off or whatever. Okay, like every day take some time to paint. Even yeah. if you're not finishing a paint, just every day take whatever time it is you think you can afford it. Whether yeah. there's 30 minutes, whether it's an hour, and just do it and work it into your schedule. Yeah. And like it has to be, it has to become a part of you. Like, yeah, it has to be integrated in your day to day, and 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 that's when you'll truly like just rapidly start to see progress. Yeah. That, it's like working out, right? Like if you work out, you know, a couple times a week, real hard, like yeah, you'll see progress. But if you work out efficiently every single day, you're gonna see like wild, crazy gains yeah. much quicker and like much more effective than you would the other way. So like yeah. I think that applies to art as well or business or whatever it is. Rules. Because if you're running a business and say you're not necessarily an artist, but maybe you're a manager or just an entrepreneur running some non-creative business, maybe you sell like fish or something, I don't know. But like hey. <laughs> the fish market the be sushi popping, gang. sushi gang, you know, it, it'll never die. Um, but like, and you and and you recognize a weakness in your in your business. You say, oh man, like 
we need more social media presence or we need nobody buying like, our fish. Nobody is liking our fish pics <laughs> on IG, bro. Like, I don't know. We got all these salmon and trout on, on the gram bro. and they Snapchat just not pop. popping, bro. They getting like five likes, bro. <laughs> but, you know, taking time to say like, all right, what are some even just like knowledge points, right? Mm -hmm. Like saying like, all right, well, I'm going to take an hour every day and read and finding a book about your business or about some aspect yeah. of business that you want to improve. Because I know for me, like, one of the biggest things that I, when I just started like researching like marketing and like how to use social media, like that was great for me. Yeah. Because like that, that that's it's how good. businesses grow now. That's how businesses present themselves. Yeah. When I get mad, I yell at companies on fucking social media and they respond to me yeah. because it matters. So why would your business not be on social media and not be using it? Yeah. If Southwest can reply to me when I'm like, I had a shit flight and they're in my DMs like, how can we fix that? Like, because customer impression is per like, yeah. if, if Southwest lets too many people go without responding yeah. to them, then they're no longer a happy yeah. customer service. They look like Delta where they fucking chokehold. Exactly. And you're just like, damn, I can't get to where I'm trying to go or I can't <laughs> get my product. I would say as a, as another tangent to just like one of the like, if we had to make like a big three with one being um, organization, organization two being consistency, I would say the third big three would be communication. Hey, yeah, dog. I would say communication is like so key to your brand. It ties back into like the networking shit that we were talking about. And then it just ties into like having good customer relations because yeah. like I think we, we've talked about it. We've talked about it with us. We've talked about it with our girls. We've talked about it with other people. It's just like, it sucks when you try to support some upcoming shit. Like, a, you know, like yeah. you find somebody on Twitter making clothes or selling beats or makeup or whatever it is. And skin it's hard products. to perform the transaction. Yeah, it's hard to perform the transaction. It's hard to get your shit. And on top of that, they're not communicating with you. Like, that's yeah. the utmost worst shit. It's like when you just gave someone like $60 for something or even more. And then like they just ghost you for two weeks while your shit is, is shipping and like yeah. you don't know and they're not telling you like oh I, I just shipped it it's here it's there like whatever and like they're just not communicating with you or if it's late and you're like hey it was supposed to come here and it didn't come and they don't reply to you till just two tell days me like, that you like honestly I'd rather you tell me that hey life's been hectic I yeah. haven't gotten to it like honestly and because I'm going like uh, I'm going in there like aware that you're another person aware that you're another person you're not you're not a c corp right i know now. you're not amazon like i know <laughs> i know you're about to drive to usps and drop my sweatpants and so off. i'm cool if something happens right but like tell me that just be honest about it and like the worst that'll happen is like you'll get four stars versus my two star rant <laughs> like, when when i don't get my shit i don't hear from you and i paid you yeah now i'm telling niggas nah don't shop with that motherfucker trash experience <laughs> versus like uh, kind of slow, but like, you know, you know it's yeah. life. Life happens, you know, yeah, that's what nah, you but, people. Life but the pants was fire, though. Bro, got you, bro. Yeah. Go copy me, bro. <laughs> like, it, like, because people's words matter. I think people forget that. I think with, like, social media and how everything is, I think people forget that, like, human interactions and, like, yeah. how you actually talk to another human being goes so far with your brain. Yeah. Like, because that's what people are going to like. People will see your tweets and, you know, favorite them and retweet them but i couldn't tell you 10 tweets i favorited and retweeted yesterday and they were yeah. and i probably did some shit for and local brands and shit you know like because people when you're wearing the fit people come up to you yeah and you usually tell the story about yeah like oh man i saw a dude on twitter like he had these this fire fit i copped that shit he dm'd me like da, 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 it was lit yeah and now and now they're sold already and you didn't have to do anything yeah you was probably sitting at home on your couch and someone just sold your shit for you yeah. Just because you were nice to them, you didn't even, didn't even cost you shit. <laughs> All you have to do is like, it's crazy. Like people just sleep on like just being nice, like yeah. and talking and communicating and like just treating each other like humans. Like oh, yeah. you like even little shit. Like I bought these um these pants. And I wish I was more prepared and like had it up on my phone because I don't have the ad name. I'll add it in the uh, comments. But I bought these uh these like sweatshorts from this mm -hmm. girl on Twitter. Um, and she was, she was just like, she didn't even, she didn't even have to tell me a lot of shit up front because she just laid it out on her website. Yeah. I make these by hand, so it's gonna take roughly this time frame to get them. So like, don't fret when like you know a week or two goes by. Like it's just gonna take yeah. some time. Like you'll get a notification when they ship. When they ship, they should come. If not, hit my line. It's they, not hard to be frank. It's it, not it hard to be like frank. It, so, it seems like it'll turn people away, but it won't. It's just it really tell them won't. what the rules are before they. It's really weird how society in some way has like conditioned us to like be like soft 
thinking that it'll like spare people's feelings. You know, like, like I feel like there's uh, like a weird uh, thing of um, like, yeah, yes, master, the soup is great. Yeah, like, maybe that's just a black people thing. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like you don't want to insult nobody, bro. Right? Like, like, we're, oh, like we're almost like too polite in some ways where we're like, oh, I don't even want to tell people my genuine feelings yeah. and things that are good for my best interest because I'm afraid that it's gonna hurt their feelings. Like, yeah, you gotta I mean, shake that, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> But it's weird, but because I, I think that's how people feel, like, and I see, I, I see it a lot, especially with business and stuff, where like people don't want to give feedback or, yeah, you know, maybe just have like real communication for the betterment of their brand because they're afraid of stepping on toes or burning bridges. Yeah, and it's like, look, you should as a business be able to accept an angry person giving you feedback as well as like someone complimenting. Right, and yeah. if like you telling somebody what your boundaries are and like what and how you should be treated and what they should expect expect from you turns them off it's probably not someone you want to do yeah, business with like if i'm if i'm trying to like get a beat off on somebody or like someone's asking me for beats and they start coming at me sideways nah. i just end the conversation i'm just like i don't need to work with you like, <laughs> like, that don't simple? fuck up the feng shui i don't dog. need to work with you like I, like I know how my clientele acts i know what my clientele expects of me like Here's what I offer my clients. Control your circles. Control your circle. Like, it's your brand. You control who's around you, dog. Yeah. Like, you don't have to let anybody else run your shit. Yeah. And I, and, and I feel, especially with the communication thing, like, I, I, um, I like looking at it from, like, the internal aspect, too. Of, like, when yeah. you're working on a team of people. Oh, yeah. Like, how many it, shitty group projects have you had just because, like, one or two yeah. members just, like, can't text in the group chat properly? Like, if you're trying to, if you're trying to build, like, a team up and if you're trying to build people up for, like, the long run, lo short term, however long that people are going to be around, you got to make sure that, one, y'all have open, honest communication, and two, like, you genuinely, like, invested in making sure that they're working on what they care about. Right. Because if they're not, they're not going to They're, they're gonna not going to be there for long. You. Like, they're going like, to stop. And up front, like, don't waste people. Like, you shouldn't waste either of y'all's time. Like, if y'all yeah. have different expectations, like, have that conversation. And like, then just go separate ways. And it's all <laughs> good. Like, it won't, like, people people think everything got to end in beef, bro. I don't know if it's, like, TV or social media or what, but it's just, like, me not wanting to work with you or, or not fitting into your brand or whatever isn't. Yeah. It's not disrespect. It's just what it is. It's like it's not because I don't like you. I don't fuck with you. It's just <laughs> we got different mission statements. That's yeah. all. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, our mission statements don't align. So we you can can't tell work. that we've been through some shit. <laughs> but it's we, been a cool experience. We sure have been through some shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think you know, my man Big Sean said it best. You know, there's no mistakes in life. There's only lessons. That's real. And we take a lot of L's. If there's anything you know about us, Nina niggas. You know, we we, 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 we we put out a clean image, but we take a lot of L's on the on the on the back end, bro. Try to learn <laughs> try to learn quick and like the yeah. Yeah, we take a lot of back end L's, but we just recover from it quickly. So it seems like we still doing alright. But <laughs> you know. It's been it's been dope, man. It so, has yo, been a dope ass journey. So you wanna wrap up with Yeah, our, let's do our music, man. Album of the week. Let's get it back. Okay. Um let me pull my shit up. I'll start off. All right, you got it. Look well, at Darius. I too will, I too will pull up my Ah, so I'll start it because oh, I'm ahead of you in this rat race. My album of the week is Nasty by Rico Nasty. I win. <laughs> <laughs> um, rage. Rage. Yeah, that's... Rico Nasty is just killing it all around. Yeah. I mean, like, one, Kenny Beats kills all her fucking production. Like, dude yeah. is insane. And then two, she just comes through Flows and body. On like, it. One of the best rappers outright on the up and coming scene, hands down, yeah. right now is dynamic, man. Like, dynamic, she'll give you straight. And she got heavy a hard metal. persona, man. Yeah, now nah, her aesthetic and just like the way she like videotapes, bro. Like her yeah. video, she always just like carries herself hella cold on video and yeah. just looks hella raw on video. Like all her pictures be hella dope or just like hella yeah. funny. Cause she be on some like bullshit sometimes too. One thing I've been trying to pay attention to is we watched this video with Beethoven, um, this interview where he was just talking about he feels like a lot of music is pulling that soul into it. Yeah. And so I feel like Rico Nasty has like a very specific form of like emotion that she's really good at bringing out. Yeah. I mean it's like, rage. <laughs> rage, bro. Rage. <laughs> like the, what it is. What great. But all all her all of her songs is like like she she's crazy. Like I'm, I'm yeah. Pulling, I'm pulling the damn track. I already got it, man. I mean, from the rip, she leads with, bitch, I'm nasty. 
And like, yeah. one, and like, you know what I loved about that? It was like one of the first things that she said in the album was like, fuck Trump and black women rule. Like, how That's do a you thesis. not fuck with that? Is a thesis. That woman <laughs> probably got a PhD on the low. But then she, I mean, she gives you everything. Like she hit the fucking trust issues, counting up. Like they hit you with the fucking NERD sample. Like crazy. I mean, yeah. the Neptune sample, crazy shit. She got the shit with Tay Keith. Like, her and Black Boy. I did like Black Boy in the Black air. Boy, in like, the air was hard. They gave you like a Memphis rock yes. trap. Like I was that like, shit oh was shit, hard, this shit, bro. Open, like bro. that shit was crazy. Then you got Oreo. I like Transformer a lot. Transformer with Lil Nar is crazy. Of course, you got Rage. Like the whole album is like a must listen. Like yeah. I would say to like anybody. I know there's like a lot of people who don't like the kind of like harder, I guess like kind of rock trap thing that's happened but i think even if you feel that way this album is definitely worth the listen because like while it does have those like aggressive kind of punk rock moments they're like a rico nasty it's a sugar good trap sound, like dog. and she has she has like softer music too yeah. and it all just sounds good so it's like a good ass song. you know i'm a big advocate for rico you know all right yeah what you I'm got a, for him dang, d one get your battery life up boy get my battery life up i'm gonna roll with uh the glitter ep from 07 i'll look at the track list for you yeah <laughs> i mean the intro right there is like a, a beautiful intro song i laugh when i'm with friends like she cold with the hooks man oh no got it i was sad with i'm alone like she's she she hella cold with the hooks dog like what is it mirrors in the middle of that shit mirrors, was hard man um, i'm trying to remember the last song i think it's stranger yeah stranger I, is second to last okay my <laughs> The world heard me talking shit. Now my Wi-Fi tripping. <laughs> mm. Anyways, I remember. I don't usually remember shit, but I remember those songs. It's an EP, songs, so it wasn't man. that this many songs. songs. But no, her uh, again, like another woman that's like killing, killing it. Hella diverse. Hella dynamic, like, and also just like she's like really taking control of her sound. Like her oh, sound's yeah. hella unique. No one else sounds like that, Bruh. <laughs> no, like, there's not an old like there's not an 070 clone. And even if there was, what they would doing? fall so far short. I feel like yeah. because like, like I don't from even, the imagery, her her music, her visuals, crazy. crazy. Her like one, her sound is just crazy. Like when, when we've been going since we've been going, like niggas and I had like the hard realization of just the flood of woman artists. Women yeah, it's women are Being coming that, up in twenty eighteen. Like really doing, really doing the thing. The Tierra like, Wack vi visual. Tierra Wack's Wack World man. is like one of the best projects that dropped. Like that's that's an indie film, bro. It's an indie film, and she just <laughs> did that shit. Like no, like no one else is doing these kind of things right now. Like, it's really the women who are bringing like a lot. Like I mean, obviously there's like men doing it, but like a lot of these dudes that are coming up just aren't putting the same energy that like the women coming up right now are putting into yeah. it. And it's really starting to show because like when I a lot of times when I'm like looking for like thought engaging content or things that are just like interesting and like different i'm stumbling upon new women artists that i've yeah. never heard about or that have like been around for a minute but just haven't got the shine yeah. that they deserve because they're women like it's so many female yeah. artists and like i encourage you that if you're a dude listening to this and you're thinking like oh man fuck that like nah like they're like i bet you there's probably a woman rapper who does what your favorite rapper does like 10 times better yeah. like Rico Nasty does what a lot of these niggas are trying to do 10 yeah. times better. Like, all these niggas claiming punk rock and shit and, yeah. like, trying to do that shit, but they not hitting the sound the way yeah. she is. Because she hitting the sound, like, yeah, these niggas be screaming and shit, but it don't sound good. Like, she be screaming and don't it be sound a, don't good. Don't be like, afraid to take, you know, that <laughs> what they did at High School Musical Brother vocal exercises. Take some vocal. Do some vocal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to <laughs> Yeah, that falsetto. I gotta. I gotta do some bitches myself, bro. You heard me crack a little raspy. Yeah, we yeah, smoking bro. too much, brother. We got, you know, we got them smokers vocals, but you know, you can do a little smoking vocal. You gotta take a hit and then falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now nah, the music has been bumping, dog. Like I've, nah. I've enjoyed exploring, like. My girlfriend got a whole like black woman playlist that I be throwing on, bro, because it's just we gonna drop that soon. Though, yeah, bro. we gonna we gonna put that shit out there. We gotta ask her for uh, we gotta ask her for the rights first. That might be the next. Uh, <laughs> that might be our next monthly drop. Maybe we should do something for the ladies. I'm, I'm with it. that. I'm about I think it. That might be the wave. 
Hey, shout out since we, since we uh since we have such an abundance of wonderful music then. Hey, shout out all the musicians, shout out all the artists. Oh, we did want to shout out um one artist we ran into at Framfest. Oh, um man. it's all right, I got you. His name is David Gordon. Um and he's he made a a graphic novel um centering around a black kid who uh awakens in like medieval England and like Becomes the fucking pulls Excalibur. king. Yeah, and now he pulls like, Excalibur, and now he's like that nigga um, in medieval England. He's this young black kid. He's like, he's, what, 12, he's 12 years old. Um, I can't remember his name, but he like pulls the sword. It's Kwame. I just can't Kwame, remember the title. Yeah, yeah it's Kwame. Pulls the sword out the stone. He's running shit. It's hella hard. We cop two pair, two uh, booklets. Two copies, yeah. But I was going to read through it. I haven't read through it yet, but once I actually get through it and like have ingested the plot, definitely going to come back and uh, talk about it. But. Yeah, I mean... It's a lot of cold things happening. That was just one shout out we so wanted yeah, to Yeah, check give, it out. Uh, and yeah, that's all man. for us today, man. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode. This was, we'll a, fun be ass, back. This was a fun ass beginning. I'm happy to be back, dog. Happy to be back, man. I missed <laughs> this time, bro. We'll be back. You know what it is. Next Thursday, every Thursday until we get too high and forget one Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>